Taco Tuesday, June 14th. This is the Daily Wager Podcast. We have got you covered with a variety of action. Lots of baseball, little bit of WNBA, and we're going to sprinkle in some United States Open Championship. Sit back, relax, let us get you set for the betting day. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. She is Aaron Dolan. I am Joe Fortenball. This is the beginning of the dog days of summer, Dolan, when it comes to betting. A lot of baseball on the card today. A lot of baseball. No Stanley Cup final action till tomorrow. Uh, no NBA finals till Thursday. How do you feel? How do you feel about the big baseball card? Uh, you know, baseball, is it my favorite sport? No, uh, <laughs> to be quite frank. But like you said, it's a dog day of summer. But it's one of those things where you wake up and you're really scrubbing, looking for something to bet for sure. Because usually I feel like you're so amped up during the NFL season or, you know, come the NBA finals, NHL finals. So if this was the World Series, I think we'd be a little more amped up. But, you know, get through it. Baseball gets a bad rap. Every time of year, people like me make these comments about how we don't have any good, <laughs> anything good to bet. We have to turn to baseball. Baseball is here for us, though. Baseball is here for us. Like, uh, what was that pizza place in Beaver Canyon, that terrible pizza place at Penn State that would be oh, open? I think it was um, Canyon Pizza, right? I think it's that, but I'm so bad Such because I was dump. literally only there for, like, maybe a year and a half of, of Penn State, Maine. So, But, yes, I know what you're talking about. Everyone talked about how it was, like, sandpaper. Worst pizza ever, but it was the only place you could get food at 2.30 after everything had closed, <laughs> and it did the job. That is baseball. Let's get to the card today. We're going to start with you. The Yankees and the Rays might be the featured game tonight. It's Garrett Cole mm-hmm. versus Corey Kluber. Yanks minus 2.20 in this one. How are you going to play it? I'm actually looking at the run line for this. I mean, they're absolutely – I mean, just so hot. Nine and one their last ten games. The money line is just too juiced. And obviously the Rays are also dealing with injuries, most notably Brandon Lowe, Wander Franco. And as for that pitching matchup, Kluber is just shaky on the road. Over the last 23 road innings, he has a 5.09 ERA, and that's just not going to cut it against the New York Yankees right now. Also, we know Cole's looking for a bounce-back game on the mound. He has a 2.87 ERA at home, which does help him. And the Rays aren't great against right-hand pitchers. So I think, again, money line's too juice. I would take them on the run line, minus 110. All right, first one for me. Let's head out west. Minnesota is at Seattle. Two bets in this one. I'll go in order of what I like the most. Twins, first five innings, even money, plus 100. Second bet, Twins for the game, plus 105. Awesome pitching matchup here tonight. Incredibly underrated. It's going to be Joe Ryan going from Minnesota against Logan Gilbert from Seattle. Both guys have been fantastic. Ryan's got a 2.28 ERA this season, but on the road, 1.61. The dude is fearless. Now, Gilbert's been solid, but the difference in this game is that while you have two good pitchers, Ryan is facing a Seattle team that's league average, essentially, against right-handed pitching. Minnesota, however, crushes right-handed pitching. Fourth in OPS, third in weighted runs created, fourth in weighted on-base average. Seattle one and four in their last five home games. I like the Twins in the first five innings at even money. I like the Twins for the game at plus 105. Our Philadelphia Ooh. Phillies 
Red hot. We'll probably never lose again. Two, three World Series in a <laughs> row. I'm predicting it now. They're laying 145 against the Marlins tonight. What do you like here? Spoken like a true Philadelphia native. You know, I've watched Hustle the last two days. So <laughs> at this point, we might as well just yes. go with it. We're going Philly's run line plus 140, like you'd mentioned. I mean, they've won 10 of the last 11. They're heating up. They're 3-1 and one over the Marlins this season. And, yes, the Marlins were also heating up. They were on a five-of-six game win streak before losing 3-2 last night. But Trevor Rogers on the mound for them, 5.58 ERA, 3-5 and five record. He continues to get worse throughout the season. Two bad starts came against awful defenses. He allowed the Nationals and Rockies to score a combined seven runs in almost nine innings. He's allowed 15 hits and 58 at-bats. Eflin's been much better for the Phillies. Give me the Phillies on the run line, plus 140 tonight. I like that. I'm also going to play them in the first five innings as well on the run line, which is minus 115. Uh, to your point on Eflin, look at his home road splits. On the road, his ERA is north of seven. At home, 1.16. Opponents have an OPS of just 461. Marlins turning to Trevor Rogers tonight. They're one and three in his last four starts. He's been shaky in that stretch during that four-game run an ERA of 7.64. Philly's got to stay on it, all right? They're winning games. They're looking good. Can't get sloppy. Can't get complacent. Classic Philly letdown when you have these, like, little brief moments of greatness. Everyone gets excited, and then everyone starts, you know, going around, booking parades, and then mm -hmm. they come out flat. <laughs> so tonight, I, I'm not overly thrilled about the first five. I was close to making it my, my, my best bet, but then I realized the Marlins can hit right-handed pitching pretty decent, so I'm on it. Not the best bet, though. Um, Dodgers against the Angels. Battle of Los Angeles. Dodgers minus 125, minus 185, excuse me. Tony Gonsolin's pitching. Do you like him tonight? Yes, I do. I like Gonsolin. Total hits allowed under four and a half. It is a little juicy. I mean, it's minus 135. But this could be a such good game. He has a 7-0 record, 1.58 ERA, 54 strikeouts, and 57 innings pitched. The Dodgers rank eighth in hits allowed. But, of course, with Gonsolin on the mound, I think they're even better. Uh, he's not allowed more than four and a half hits since April 9th against the Colorado Rockies. That was on the road. So, again, good game tonight. But I think he goes under four and a half hits allowed. All right, I'll throw two more out there for the people before we turn our attention to the WNBA. Texas is plus 105 against Houston tonight. This is a direct fade of Houston starter Jose Urquidy on the road this season, 504 ERA. Uh, that's the overall ERA, excuse me, 504. I want to focus on the home road splits. You can bet Urquidy at home, 2.78 ERA, but on the road it goes to 661. Texas is going to turn to Dane Dunning. But like I said, mostly this is a fade against Houston. In addition, I'll go out West. The Giants run line minus 120 over the Royals. The Royals are bottom 10 in OPS, weighted runs created, weighted on base average against right-handed pitching this season. Logan Webb pitching for San Francisco. Not as solid as he was last year, but it's impossible to replicate what he put up last season. He has been good. 3-2-8 ERA at home with a 3-1 and one record. Chris Bubich is going to go for Kansas City. ERA of 9.13. Four or more earned runs in four of eight starts this season. Highly inconsistent. Uh, Royals 8-20 and 20 over the last 28 road games. So to recap those two, we're going to go ahead and take Texas plus 105 over the Astros and the Giants run line minus 120 over the Royals. Excuse me. Let's turn our attention to the WNBA. You told me you have two picks you like tonight. I said save it for the podcast. I want to be enlightened like the people are in real time. <laughs> What are you thinking? 
Okay, we're going Seattle Storm, total points over 82 and a half. So the spread for this game opened Seattle minus five and a half, came up to minus seven and a half. So I don't really want to play that just because it's moving too much. Uh, they beat Minnesota 97 to 74 in their first game of the season. And the Storm have gone over this uh, game total in three of the last four games. And the Lynx, meanwhile, last season they were third in defensive rating, and now they dropped to ninth this season. They also just allowed 84 points to the Fever in their last game, and they coughed up, cough up the ball 19.9 percent of their possessions which is 10th worst in the league so I think this could lead to some open shots for the Seattle Storm they'll go over 82 and a half points the only other game on the slate for the WNBA is Mercury versus Mystics I'm going over 165 in this game these two teams met two days ago Mercury won 99 to 90 in overtime 15 points though came in overtime but they still hit over 165 just in regulation time Skylar Diggins obviously great in that game and the Mystics are surprisingly better defensively than the Mercury, but I just think tonight both these teams are going to be shooting probably lights out to try to get the win. I think this is going to be a competitive game overall. We're going to go over 165 for that game. Like the analysis, final thing I'll throw out there. I'm not on the pod tomorrow. U.S. Open starts Thursday. I want to throw two things out there that people should pay attention to, in my opinion. Number one, Dustin Johnson is 40-1 to one to win this thing. He was 45 to 120 yesterday, and I think it's going to come down lower. Mm -hmm. That is a ridiculous price for Dustin Johnson, an absolutely ridiculous price. He finished eighth in that first LIV live event. I still don't really know what we're calling that, and I guess I'll yeah. get there at some point, but not really here nor there at the moment. Finished eighth there. He's played well. Course isn't super long. He plays well in the Northeast. Just pricing alone, this is way, way too high for someone of his caliber. Dustin Johnson, 40 to 1. I'm betting it closes at under that by the time we get to Thursday. In addition, I will be looking to bet against Phil Mickelson every way imaginable. Shot one under in the first round of that tournament in London, but then finished up with a 75 and 76 afterwards. Inconsistent. 51 years old. That was his first competitive tournament mm -hmm. since the Saudi Invitational in February. He's at war with the media. He's going to be a focus yep. of the media his entire time in Massachusetts. I do not think he's going to play well. I, they don't have a lot of matchups on Phil right now. I've been looking everywhere. They've left him off. So I know that the books are probably thinking what I'm thinking, but I'm going to be looking to fade him in head-to-head -head matchups in the opening round, head-to-head -head matchups for the entire tournament, and I'm probably looking to miss the cut yeah. as well. Any thoughts on Phil? I mean, you make a great point about what are we calling it? Live? Because every time I think of live, I'm like that <laughs> club in Miami. And I'm like, oh, yes. these players are going to live in Miami. <laughs> this is we shouldn't be really promoting this. This is a bad thing. No wonder they're getting kicked out of all these other tournaments. But, um, you know, you make a great point. I think a lot of eyes are going to be on him. So, you, again, you make a good point in terms of the markets. That's a great point as well. I, I, it's like we all know that club. And it's not just there. I think there might be a live in L.A. as well. It's like a chain. Yeah, there's a couple what? of lives. And everyone's like, oh, these players are going to live. And I'm like, this is a terrible look for the league. <laughs> right. Like, why, if you have all this money to invest, why couldn't you invest, you know, $100,000 in trying to figure out something original? But that's neither here nor yeah. there. Neither here nor there. <laughs> Daily Wager today, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2. Coming at you from a variety of angles. Uh, we'll be talking the NBA Finals Game 6. We will be talking golf. We got a little college and pro football mix and match in there. Yep. So check us out. Thanks for tuning in today. She's Aaron Dolan. I'm Joe Fornball. Best of luck tonight. We'll see you tomorrow morning.